will be happy to know I still haven't worked on this, so sorry, everyone. But welcome to the Concession Stand Podcast, where we talk about things we like, and it's crazy, it's wild, no one's done this before, but we're doing it. So now you don't have to worry about it, but I am going to be your host with this chaotic, uh, hopefully not too drunken experience, and by it's probably just me that's, that's going to happen to, because... I'm drinking for Jared, and I don't know if Mike. Too, baby. I don't. I don't know if Mike has got something, but we'll see. But anyway, I'm Sean. I so. Oh, he is okay. My socials are up there. If you, uh, you know, if you don't follow me or whatever. But uh, I got with me my good friends, Jared and Micah. Micah and Jared, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Who are you guys? Hello, I'm Micah. I'm the cute one. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Taking that title. Uh, yep. <laughs> this week I'm the cute one. It's like you know the Backstreet Boys, where you got the cute one, you got the 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 bad boy, you got the yeah the... dude who looks like he's fifty, but we're all just gonna pretend he looks like he's a teenager. Exactly. Yeah. I'm at least two of those. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, You're two of the five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Don't really have much else. That's who I am. That's me. That's me in a nutshell. Uh, just call me Cashew. That's call, me in a nutshell. Call Every me, week, that's man. me in a nutshell. Okay. I was like, where's that come from? Every week, it's something new, and I love it. <laughs> Jared, uh, who are you? I am Jared, better known online as Jer on Air. Uh, I stream sometimes on uh, Twitch and YouTube under that name. Uh, I'm on Twitter all the time if you ever wanted to interact with me. And they, that is the socialist blow my name. And it is a, at Jeronair. But I also really enjoy movies and television, which is why I decided to do a podcast that talks about those things with these two. And I am excited to be here and dive into our seventh episode, huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah we're cooking. Is it really seven? Yeah, we're on seven. We're getting there. Dang. Also, this is my, uh, oh, no. Did you somehow no. manage to crack that silently? Did it? Was it silent? I don't know. It may I didn't we, we didn't hear anything, if that's what, if you were going for, like, the. I was. Son of a bitch, so that just. Oh. <laughs> you spilled for no reason. <laughs> Boy, we were off to a terrible start. <laughs> Sean, I mean, did you have one of those before we started? No, but you think I would have. Jesus Christ. I'm at the oh my god. What is going on? Wow. Man, that's fucking good though. Um <laughs> All right. Our quick synopsis and uh summary of this film, another round. It is written by Thomas Vinterberg. It was also directed by Thomas Vinterberg. Oh, uh, sorry. I did these backwards. Written by Thomas Vinterberg and Tobias Lindholm. Directed by Thomas Vinterberg. Sorry, got the names mixed up. Uh, it stars Mad Mickelson, our boy, Thomas Bo Larson, Magnus Malong. I'm going to butcher these names. And Lars Ranth. Our quick synopsis of the film. Four teachers embark on an experiment where they each sustain a certain level of alcohol intoxication during their everyday life, believing that all people in general would benefit from a bit higher blood alcohol content. As a result, their working experiences are turned upside down. A beautiful summary. I will warn 
that we're just going to be jumping into spoilers and whatnot. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to watch this movie. This sounds interesting. You need to stop this podcast ASAP as possible because we're going to just we're jumping in. It's just no bars hold, especially if I'm going to be drinking. God knows where I'm going to be going with this. You might get off the rails. Yeah. And I'm just going to spoil the ending where I like the ending. The ending was cool. It was I watching yeah. Mads dance around. Warmed He's my dancing. Heart. Yeah. I read that that's why Thomas Vinterberg wanted to write the film was to get Mads to dance. Because those two are friends. They've been they've done a couple projects together. Um which I thought I was think I read he, he would he he was is professionally trained at dancing too. Mm-hmm. I've read that too. Um, yum. He um, I did read, and I thought this was interesting because the film was originally supposed to be darker. It was going to have a darker tone, but then uh, they have the two kids, Mads's character and uh, the other, um, his wife. <laughs> But, yeah wow there you go and they uh they were supposed to have a daughter but the director thomas vinterberg's daughter was supposed to be the daughter in the movie but she ended up getting killed in a car accident i think it was a car accident like four days before she was supposed to film and so that shifted like everything he almost didn't finish this movie or like didn't want to keep going with the movie and everything so it's like it switched everything with this movie and that ended up kind of being a more um, positive look at life and whatnot, because I think it was supposed to be a little bit darker. I mean, it's about alcohol and <laughs> trying to include it in your daily life. And that tends to not go well, I think, for most people. Um, but uh, so I thought that that was pretty interesting. It's super sad and unfortunate. Um, Actually, I kind of want to start this off uh in that vein and this is the first movie we've watched where i actually asked myself this question and i'm curious what you two think the theme of this movie is Hmm. so i have two answers to this and this digs into this digs into my big thought about this movie is i know what i think the theme is supposed to be Mm -hmm. but i have an opinion and or i feel like there's a bigger takeaway that I took from it that is not the point that you're supposed to take away from it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So I feel like the theme is essentially uh, how to add more to your life or just like how um, man, I had this written down earlier and now I, let's see if I saved a note of it. Did I put you in my notes? Did I put you in my notes? Um, basically, it so it's like you got these four guys, and it's very apparent that some of them are are having trouble in their lives. And so, mm-hmm. to me, what I what I think the point of it was supposed to be was th- these are guys who are searching to add meaning and purpose to their life, and so they find an artificial way to do that. But the point in the bigger scheme of things is like it's all about, you know, they use that as a way to find the actual things to add purpose to their life. But I feel like you could very easily say the point of the movie was just drink more often and your life is better. (laughs) (laughs) And 
I know that that's not the point of the movie, and I know that's definitely not what they were going for. Mm-hmm. But it, if you ignore like the second half of Act Two and the first half of Act Three, it's just about a bunch of people realizing drinking makes makes their life better, and then they continue <laughs> drinking later, mm-hmm. and it's still pretty good. <laughs> After their bender, it's only bad for one guy, and then it's really good for the other three. I think it, it would have been interesting. <laughs> I think it would have been interesting if they didn't push past the point zero five because they seemed to be in this kind of like he was functioning. He was, you know, uh, he wasn't driving. He wasn't doing anything like that. He was getting cabs and stuff. Yeah. And but like. It does raise an interesting question of doing that if it's something that it's not harming anyone. It's, you know, I don't know. It was as soon as the, like that whole storyline kind of started going and panning out, it, it, I, it was getting interesting to watch to see how these things were going to unfold for them. And it was it kind of reminded me of how. Uh, probably how smoking was brought into film. Like you'd see people smoking on film and it like, it's just like, it, it looked cool and people would just do it just cause it looked cool. And so like seeing the drinking and like, like how Mads was getting motivated in class and like, you know, you could see, and you're just like, I'm like, I was kind of thinking like, man, this could work for me. Like, should I start doing this? Like, should I start just yeah. getting just a little buzzed and taking that yeah. edge off? And like, it's a, uh, I don't know. There is a big theme of what Micah was talking about. And I think also trying to find, um, I guess trying to maybe find what makes you happy, but then, you know, it's something that was there all along and you just kind of, it's all these guys kind of getting in this rut, which I thought was interesting. Um, Cause I feel like I'm hitting this weird point of my life where like, I remember watching films like this and like, wow, these guys are older this stuff's not really relevant to me, but I think it's interesting. And I feel like slowly this stuff gets a little bit more and more relatable and uh, not that it's particularly exactly what's going on with in my life or anything like that, but it's still something I can understand better, I think at this point in my life. And so it's been interesting watching films about people in their mid forties or like, you know, in their thirties and stuff. I would assume these guys are probably in their mid forties, like early fifties. I mean, at- like the opening scene they're they're there for a guy's 40th birthday right. or okay yeah birthday. yeah i think he was probably the young, i mean i assumed he was the youngest of the four too could have been also he dude. i think he was because was was it him or was it uh the other guy who said that no it was, it was the music teacher but but music teacher was talking about you know when i came to this school you know you were mm-hmm the man or whatever. So I would imagine either he had just been in that school longer or he also is like older. Cause they're like, yeah, man, you were supposed to be like doing research and stuff. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Happened? True. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it is interesting them touching on subjects like that. Now it's something I can personally understand better at the point of my life that I am. Jared, what would you say the theme was? Micah, thank you for asking. Uh, I actually believe the theme of the film is loss. I think it's just all about loss. Um, loss of sense of self, uh, loss of literal life um, at the end, loss of a like relationship. I mean, multiple relationships, really, if you kind of think about it, even with um, Tommy, uh, there's an allusion to what I assume was a divorce. 
um when he asked them about how's um was her name maddie or, or meta i can't remember um but he asked him about uh, a person and he's just like oh yeah i guess they're fine um but i think it's all all about loss and how we deal with it and their way of coming back from loss was just let's drink a bunch um and i think it's funny that you were like oh you know one of the themes of this movie was uh you know if you're if you want it back just like drink more and i'm like i feel like it shows the devastation that can happen for drinking like it, the whole movie is almost like a metaphor for an actual night out where it's like you think that getting really really drunk is going to be the greatest thing ever you get really drunk you have some good times but then the real shit starts happening and you're like oh fuck why did i do this but then somehow some way you find yourself the next day or the next weekend like you know what let's get drunk again even though <laughs> you hated it the last time you did the you said the famous i'm never gonna drink again words or whatever and then here you are right back there even mads i mean also pretty like they might have kind of spurred on some alcoholism there i was actually very curious at the beginning when they were like telling him oh mads you know one drink isn't gonna like kill you like you can have one I was when he drank that first one and then he took another swig and like chugged it. And I was like, I don't think any of them, which is actually really, really common. Uh, and you could you could do this whole movie just about this whole conversation is about alcoholism. But I think it's really common in that in our culture around drinking, we don't actually stop to think about what a person's relationship with drinking is before we start talking to them about drinking. And so watching Madge just kind of like naturally go into that, my first thought was nobody ever asked him if he's ever had a problem with drinking. And maybe that's why he's declined the drink over and over again. Like you come up with really polite sensibilities where you're like, oh, no, I have something to do tomorrow. Or, oh, no, I'm I'm driving. That's why I don't want to have a drink. When in, when in reality, for a lot of people, that's a really easy and safe way to make sure that they don't have to do the thing that they either don't want to do or in the case of, say, alcoholism, like, essentially they can't do uh, because it leads to really, really negative consequences. Um, so that's why I was like, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, man, Ryan would fucking hate this movie because there's so much going on there from, like, a therapist brain where you're just like, nope, can't do that, shouldn't do that, why are they doing this? Um but no, I think I, the whole thing, that whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, man, these, these dudes have clearly lost something. Uh, some of them are in the middle of losing something right now. I think I called it, what did I call it? What did I write down in my notes? What's the exact title I gave it? Oh, yeah, Midlife Crisis, the movie. Because mm. um, <laughs> that's kind of how it starts out. And then we just, you know, the rest of it is told through the lens of drinking. But Mads' whole relationship where... Uh, they talk about how they like miss each other, even though they're still very much married. They're still very much parents. They still live in the same house. Like at some point they lost the love for one another. Um, I do think I kind of wish they didn't wrap it up at the end in which they found their way back to one another. I, I, I wish it would have stayed apart and Mads would have had to like figure something out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't really know why. Like, I think I should be happy they got back together. Um, may, I don't know. It may it might have felt a little too plot armory for me, just from like a movie perspective that they got back together. And also, 
the resolution was done through text, so that kind of annoyed me. I think if they had done it in the restaurant, I would have been like less annoyed because I could have actually seen mm. how that played out. But like the ellipses in each text just pissed me off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's that's kind of my I guess that's kind of my like big overall arching um, take on the film. Uh, I have I have more that I'm sure we'll get into as we kind of go through it. But um, yeah, loss. No, I think that that's like, I feel like you're hitting the nail on the head with all of that. That's, uh, and it makes sense too, knowing, I mean, I'm kind of curious about the original plot and what he had in mind. Cause that was one of the gripes that I had going or once I was done was it was a little too wrapped up nicely. Like I, I would have been fine if he had his talk with her and then we don't know, like, you know, maybe they could have done a moment where maybe she looks back for a second. It's like, OK, well, maybe there. And then they left it at that because that leaves it open for me to interpret like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what happened with them, but it could have happened or it could not have happened. I have no idea kind of thing. So, yeah, I, that was th that particular scene. I did think that was a little too. A too, I, I don't know. I, I want to call it cookie cutter, but that's not the. No, you know it was it well, was the, the the fact the fact that it was just wrapped up with a neat little bow at the end, really. Yeah, I, I think that's why I was saying like I feel like you could pull out the message is that drinking makes your life better is because mm -hmm. it's because of that. It's because yes, their friend died and he was the one who you know drew the short straw in terms of alcoholism, but like. At the end of the day, the other three dudes, they they all pushed it for the sake of this clinical study paper, whatever. Mm. Like they all pushed it to this limit and only one of them couldn't get back from it. And the other three, it was just like, boop, boop, boop. Our lives are back to normal. They're drinking again at the end, but they're doing it healthily. Everything they have is back, you know, returning back to normal. And so it's like to me, you could not that I am pulling this out of it or that I Again, not that I think they meant to say this was the point, but I feel like you could definitely draw from it. Like, hey, as long as you keep, just keep it at point point five, and you'll be fine. You know, yeah. um, that's, an, that's I don't another know. reason why Ryan would have hated it. By the way, is them being like, "Oh, we're doing a study." Uh, that is not how you conduct a study. <laughs> right. Uh, that would have drawn him through a fucking wall, which I think was really, really funny. It's weird that we had him on last week and then we watch a movie in which all I can think about is how much he hates this movie. You picked like, <laughs> like, I honestly do think the, like the only other movie that could have made me think about him more while watching it would have been like a marriage story. Um, because like, these are like everything that they are going through is something that would be extremely common to come across a therapist desk like somebody coming in talking about i've you know i don't know how to find the purpose of my life again or mm -hmm. like my relationship with my wife i think is done also i think she's cheating on me which i knew from literally the first interaction they had i was like oh yeah i think i wrote i think i literally wrote in my book uh, my notes what i write uh five bucks says his wife is cheating on him it's my second note in the in my <laughs> whole watch through and then yeah. they don't even i mean well okay so they do make a big deal about it and uh, how the scene plays out, but like they, in the in like the grand scheme of things, they don't make a big deal. Like it's not drawn out, is I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like it's literally mm -hmm. a two minute interaction where he just like, oh, did you find someone else? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck you, and just like throws his like egg salad or whatever that shit was. I think it was. That was on that the, was also a strange on reaction on her part. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. I I don't. 
it was just like, what did you find? Something mm-hmm. else to spend your time or whatever. And she was just like, well, I, did you expect me to wait? I, it's I, like, I, uh, I yes, like, yeah, yes. Oh, I, you're married, you're married I mean, and you've never talked about this before. Like maybe, like. But maybe that's the maybe that's the me doing therapy aspect of it. But like that is, I mean, I'm not sure. that weird. <laughs> I'm sure it also it also is. could be because Kate and I just have a healthy conversation. Oh all the yeah, time. that so also like, could be it. Yes, maybe, maybe just for for unhealthy relationships, like that's a norm. But like I just I was just like that. That's a weird response to have to that question. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I applaud her honesty in the moment. I think that, like she didn't tap dance around it at all. He was like, "Did you find someone else?" And she's like, "Yes, you weren't here." Yeah, Just straight up, not drawing it out. Don't need to make a big fuss about it. She's like, "I did." What 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 are we gonna do about it? I think it ties back to the thing that you were talking about, where like they essentially lost each other too at a point. Like they're she was working nights. You know, they were opposite schedules. Never saw each other. It was rare. These little run ins and things like that was their only interaction. So they did. You know, they they lost each other and it was i've always been ever since i read about blue valentines and like their sex scene and like how they went about doing that sex scene i'm always like hyper aware of how sex scenes are done now and so i did it was interesting watching like the the, their sex scene essentially because it was very like you know they were into it and whatnot but it did feel like as soon as it was over it was just like this like i was uncomfortable and not because we're like in the tent with them but it was just kind of like you could see there was it wasn't fully there, I guess, between the two of them. And I mean, you picked up right away, obviously, that something else was going on between the two. Um, but I mean, I I honestly from that scene, I assume that was probably the first time they had had sex in like a long time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'm sure it, uh, on her side, probably on his side, too, but like from her reactions like it like it can sometimes feel like it's a a fucking stranger yeah um and it's just weird and that's what like she was he was like are you crying and she's like well yeah because like they that is just that was just gone i mean she switched to nights sure you know what maybe that was a career decision or maybe it was so that she could you know be apart from the part of her household that's really really uncomfortable slash also get more time for the person who did make her comfortable which we never saw. We have no idea who it is, but she did say it was there. Um, could have been multiple people. We have no idea. They left a lot to the imagination here, um, which I actually kind of like. I do really like how they touched upon that because it was the first thing that came to my mind when I saw their relationship. I was like, oh, I I honestly thought that the drinking might have led Mads to step out because I think as soon as he talked about their problems when they were drinking. Mm-hmm. I think it was Nikolai, the dude whose birthday it was, who was just like, oh, have you found someone else? Like, that was his solution. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, you and your wife are distant? Go find someone else to fill that void. Like, that was just his thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't do that with uh, his wife, uh, interestingly enough, probably because, you know, she's loaded and he didn't want to fuck that up. Um but yeah, no. Gosh, man, there's so many, there's so many things you could dive into about each of these characters and just kind of think about further. Um, yeah, I thought that. Well, I'm guess I, I'm guessing that's what the intention, the original ending was supposed to be. It was like all of their lives falling apart progressively and then staying apart, like 
apart and mm. and it kind of ending on this sad note of like look at how fucked up things are when you take when you use an excuse to live your life through a false and and uh uh med- medicated type of way mm-hmm. but instead they 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 wrapped it up and pivoted it back up to a more positive angle at the end mm-hmm. and knowing the behind the scenes with that stuff it makes sense why you know it makes sense like the you know, they made it. I don't know if they originally hey, we're going to have Tommy, uh, Tommy die and whatnot. But like, yeah, yeah. And it's I guess I'm kind of upset, but also not upset. You know, I feel like sometimes I get wrapped up into the movies where like I, I kind of want I like I secretly don't want it, but I also secretly do want like uh, a nice ending and things like that. You know, I know it's not uh, always good for the movie, I guess, per se, but um I'm a huge know. fan of depressing endings, so I would have <laughs> loved if it got super dark. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of depressing endings. I don't know. I think just by what we saw on screen, uh, logically, for my brain, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have made sense for it to, to wrap up that way. We also, we also don't really have an idea of the amount of time that has passed between all of these events like we don't really know how long it was between him and his wife sitting down mm-hmm. you could probably do i guess maybe the math if you knew like how the the school year or something school's year worked well, which i don't <laughs> yeah the, it would be the length of a semester so roughly yeah. roughly roughly four months from start to finish if it if it works the same way. I don't know. Like I mean well, there's I've, just so much like we didn't learn I, I have a I have a friend who went to uh college in um England. Denmark? No, oh, England. Okay. But they they did trimesters. Mm-hmm. So if if Denmark or Sweden or any of those northern European countries are similar, they they'll do something like that where it's anywhere between three to five months for a semester. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't okay. surprise me if the whole start to finish the story takes place over like four months yeah that's like that feels tight uh for (laughs) all of that stuff to happen i mean that wasn't like a small blow up they had i mean he also got so drunk that his oldest son had to come and pick him up from Mm -hmm. the neighbor's house yeah uh and so yeah i don't know there was just a lot going on there to where i was like i feel like there needs to be a little bit more time for conversation and like healing here to where mm-hmm. this feels a little bit um, rushed you wrapped up yeah like yeah. Uh, like i mean that also she did just say that she like missed him so maybe that could just be the beginning of talks of getting back together if that is the goal but mm-hmm. you know i think i i think overall i would have liked it better if it was just like we're all kind of not doing great mm-hmm. um I guess Nikolai's not necessarily doing better. He did kind of make light of his situation, so we don't truly know if his home life was better. Well, I thought he had made a comment that was just like, we're we're doing well now. We're like, we're... I can't remember. It was just like, oh, I can't remember. I, I thought... I remember him saying some sort of sentence of like, we're back on better terms of some sort because I haven't mm. peed the bed. I'm not peeing the bed again. Yeah, or something. He, he made I a joke about not peeing the bed. Um, yeah, but it's like you know, I mean, 
you some people also say these things so that you don't actually don't have to talk about it or going on yeah. yeah like it it'd be easier to say that than be like oh yeah my wife's still at her sister's with our three kids yeah hey how you doing now let's dive in right now are you ready for this like yeah i mean matt mads dove right in but he was also you know what uh two things of vodka and a glass of wine in mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. by that point mm-hmm which that description of the vodka, by the way, I think would make anybody think that that vodka is like made by the gods. <laughs> I really gotta say, I, I don't like vodka and oh, I never understand. I don't ever, I've never understood how somebody could just be like, ah, just have a vodka on the rocks. It tastes like nothing. Fuck no, it tastes like something. Like, don't to, tell me that. To be but, fair, I've never had a good vodka though. Yeah, like, like I guess, like the best vodka I've had is like you know, like a Belvedere, and Belvedere is not even that good of vodka. Yeah, um, you know, I haven't had a, I haven't had a a wheat crystallized aged cask vodka like they were drinking. Yeah, well, it it really like again, like I I've never been a fan of vodka, but even even I was watching it and just being like, damn, like I could get down with this little chilled glass of vodka and this like spoon-fed caviar like i don't know this seems decadent and like i'm into it it was it did seem very decadent that was a very nice 40th birthday party yeah it was um yeah no i'm the same way with vodka where i was literally like wincing like oh man dude there's just no way i could just straight take like like screwdrivers are the best way for me to drink any kind of vodka um, some of those scenes, some of those scenes of them taking pulls of the Smirnoff, and they yeah. were just like, blup, blup, blup. and I was like, oh god, this is reminding me of college in the worst way. Like, yeah, I, no, Dude, no, when thank that, you. When that scene first started, I was like, you got to drink something other than Smirnoff, man. Like you're a teacher. Like the moment you start teaching, people are gonna be like, oh, that's vodka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just taking like, straight rips from it or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's not a that's not a subtle tone <laughs> on the on the on the breath. Is that when they develop the like? Don't they start giving gum or um? Is that something they start doing? I thought gum or mints or something. Mm-hmm. One of the yeah, dudes. Nick, okay, Nikolai literally eats like ten mints after he uh takes a drink. Also, can somebody I, snorted something? Yeah, did he snort vodka? I yes. He, yeah, actually, I thought he did too. Because he didn't want it. He wanted to get more inebriated without having it on his breath. Uh, so I he literally. I paused the movie and rewound it because I was like, did this dude just snort vodka? Yeah. He's he's in his little office thing. And then he he takes. Yeah. A, that's what I don't get. He takes a pull of the vodka. And then you see him go. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to. Maybe he's experimenting. I don't know. Because was he starting to do more. Their... That was at the that was in the that was in the ramp up stage. Okay, um, which is also really funny because Mads uh like super lied about his ABV because he was like, oh yeah, we're at you. He's like, oh yeah, I think I'm at like a point one. He's like incredible, but then like the scene before that, it showed like one point one, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, Mad, you're you're Trashed. like you you literally broke your nose on a wind on a door frame <laughs> like three scenes ago. You are not at a point one, and so he went home and then started trying to get as much alcohol into his body, which included trying to snort vodka. Uh, which just that scene blew blew my mind. I think my jaw literally dropped. I was like, I not never once, even in my drunkest hours, have I been like, I gotta get drunker. Time to snort this vodka. Yeah, I've seen where people will do shots in their eyes and stuff. 
which but. is doesn't it doesn't get you drunk. It just blinds you. There's no reason to do that. You got a butt. I was gonna say the only the only one that I've heard that's actually like works and could be worth it is you soak a tampon in vodka and then you put that up your butt. <laughs> oh then, yeah, it's also extremely dangerous. Yeah, Way. you can die very there's, easily because there's the no barrier. I cannot believe that that's dangerous. That's crazy, dude. I like do you did you all not get like uh like what's the what's the word I'm looking for like broadcast news specials. About butt chugging, where like, like your <laughs> no. channel four would be like, today a local high school was found that students were quote unquote butt chugging alcohol. No. I mean, oh I... man, yeah, no, it was like it was like bad here. Like it was like it was... I remember, like turning it on like the six o'clock news and seeing like butt chugging <laughs> an epidemic like in the in the Chiron. That's like TikTok trends before TikTok trends or whatever. No, all we got was just like. Don't do any drugs or have sex, otherwise your life will go to ruins. Because you're uh, you live in it you live in Indiana and you're not allowed to have thoughts about pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I still don't thanks to that, so it's Same. working. Sean, you I haven't had pleasure in years. Sean, you're married. You know you can you can do those things now, right? <laughs> no, you can't. That's illegal. Every time he finds himself enjoying his day, he has to take a whip and just, you know, uh, Da Vinci Code. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me, Mr. Beating. I just, never mind. Not even going to keep going. So do you guys think there's any merit to the to the point point oh five? Like, no, do you do you do you I, I know it's. Like I looked it up and like they asked experts and they were just like, no, it's so stupid. Yeah, but like, idiotic. but also like, did uh, did they not show a really good case study at the start of like he became a better teacher? It's I, I can understand because there are there's like that it's like the the thing with the student, which I thought was interesting that that was in there where he's like just take just take the edge off, just do this yeah. and like that was. The one, as far as I know, because I'm trying to remember, but I don't think they showed anything really negative happening with him doing that. Like, he, mm-hmm. he just... No, he passed. Yeah, he passed, and it was like, you know... So, I don't know. Which, I, that would be that would be another thing that I think Ryan would have been like, that pissed me the fuck. Like, that's not a coping strategy to learn how to deal with anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. I also, could just picture again, him. When you're in that small of a confined area, and someone opens a water bottle of hey. vodka... Yeah, you smell when, the vodka when, when you're three feet in front of the person talking to, and you've already taken like three poles, and you you're still yeah. There's yeah. no way you're not smelling that. Yeah, like that other teacher had to just be like, "What's going on in here? This motherfucker's <laughs> drunk." <laughs> yeah, um, it's you know I think I uh, I I feel like people get to the point they would get to the point of it where Maz is like, "Well, why don't we?" What if we up it a little bit? You kind of just you keep going. You get to a point where it gets incredibly problematic. Because um, yeah, I don't know. It's it would be nice to find that balance of buzzed, but I'm not. I'm not. I can't not function. You know, I can't. I can't do anything now because I'm just so drunk and just. But there is. 
that point of just kind of turning that part of your brain off that alcohol can help with, you know, and things like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it raises that interesting question of what could happen with that, you know, um, horrible thing. Nothing interesting it, about it. Bad, all bad. It, it, it really, <laughs> it really made me want to try it, but knowing myself that I could never do it. Cause a, I'd either get a headache two hours in and be miserable <laughs> Or B, I'd be like, ah, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm doing seven. <laughs> just man's eventually got you. Yeah, it's just the go bigger. Tommy go got home. there almost instantly. He did. Uh, yeah, Tommy went real quick. Yeah, I Tommy had been obviously struggling for a very long time, and you know, to- Tommy was the only one who wasn't married, right? He was the one who made the comment about like you guys all have families, or was that the other? No, dude? that was the music teacher. Oh, okay. Um, that was. I think I think they alluded to Tommy at one point having a relationship, but the music teacher was the one who was okay. just like by himself, and eventually, you know, uh, found the substitute uh, art. Oh yeah, yeah, right, and, right. Uh, quote unquote, put her in a clamp and gave her the old D sharp. Yeah, the old D. Yeah. <laughs> which was uh, just a a big character turn for him. That, that yeah. is yeah. not something that he would have said, you know, <laughs> two hours earlier in that movie. Right, right. Peter really um, used his Peter there, so that was... That yeah. character's name was Peter, by the way, it was not... Yeah. I want to clarify. Um, the, the Tommy scene was really difficult to watch at the end for me, because... I feel like there are just so many signs mm-hmm. that. Are you talking about the scene where they're at dinner eating the pasta? Or are you talking yeah. about? Okay. Yeah, no, not the boat scene. Uh, like yeah. I remember thinking that that scene, this is going to be the last conversation that he has with Tommy. Yeah. Um, And I was like, I don't really. And maybe this is just like my bias or whatever. But my whole thing that time was just like, I don't really know how Mads knows this isn't going to be his last conversation with him. All the signs are there. Uh, the stuff that he's saying in his words, he's just he's he's fully stopped taking care of himself. He stopped taking care of the dog that he loves so much and that also needs so much care. I was like, oh, yeah, there's like no way Tommy makes it into this movie alive. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, he specifically asked him to stop checking on it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think maybe when he came to the school meeting was the first time I was just like, yeah, no, he's probably going to be the character that doesn't make it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure like minute 20 of this movie, I was like, someone in this film is going to die. Yeah. Well, I would, I would say the, the first inkling you get is when you find out at the start of their study, he has like seven bottles that the janitor finds in his office or whatever. The flask. Mm-hmm. There's one. Yeah. I think there's two or three and then the flask. Yeah. Yeah. Also, whoever that teacher is that was in there is an idiot. It it obviously what's, is Tommy. What's going on in right. here? Oh my Did god! You believe you, this? You haven't told anyone, right? <laughs> Dude, like only like you, me, and like maybe one other person have the keys of this room. Can you believe this is happening? This is weird. Who do you think this is? I it must be a student this. who broke in. Yeah, this is so um, crazy. While he's talking to a hammered Tommy. Mm-hmm. So. So then also what's the the implication with Tommy at the end when he gets on the boat did he did he kill himself did he and the dog just die at sea like what, did he kill the dog because he like what's what's the implication too. I couldn't figure it out I couldn't figure out if he just died on the boat or if it was a like 
I like mean, he drank himself to death on the boat, or he jumped think, overboard and drowned. I think the or, other or... one. I think the other one is that he jumped overboard because he threw the life jacket on the ground, and so I think that was him being like, I mean, I'm not. So does, back does that mean? Though. Does that mean that the dog is just out there on a boat, floating around, waiting for somebody to? Which like, more than likely is probably how they found it because they probably saw a boat with a dog with just itself. a dog on it somebody's like this is abnormal let me call that feel thing. that feels real shitty too like he not only did he neglect his dog for the second half of the movie he out he he went out knowing he's gonna fucking murder this dog we assume well, the dog was murdered and we don't know the you might have assumed okay. that somebody was well, gonna but, but i mean it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what happened with the dog it's the fact that he went out with intent to kill himself and brought the dog with him he wanted like, his best why not friend with him. I don't know. Leave, leave, yeah. leave the dog at home so the dog doesn't die. I don't know. I, I felt I like it. that was a bit of a. I get what you're saying. I, I, also, I, this is someone who is clearly not in a very good headspace. So. That is yeah. also true. That's true. I remember that scene where they were on the dock, like fishing, because they, like, yeah, we're out of. My God. Yeah, they go to the fucking supermarket and the dude's like, do you have. It was a crab. I can't fresh remember. Fresh cod. Yeah, fresh cod. And he's like, we don't have any. And then he just just he takes out so much stuff dude i'm trying to think of like <laughs> the equivalent of like being at the I, we, we don't have one from the theater but like just all that shit I, breaking and like oh my god dude. yeah well like, the funny thing too is when i watched that scene i was just like my, the first thing that came to my mind was just like the american way of just like I was expecting the guy to be like, you know, you're going to have to pay for all that. Right. <laughs> but it was like and then it, it clicked in like after because it was like, oh, no, they're not an American culture. They actually care about other people. And so like he the, the guy's response was like, listen, man, like, are you doing OK? Like, I think you should really be careful and get out of here mm. or something like he wasn't worried about product or like loss of money. It was just like, hey, yeah. man, are you doing OK? Been, like, allowed in the store. Anywhere. Oh, I know. Like, I know. But then, like, like, literally, oh, no, you're hammered. Get out. Literally, if that had happened at the movie theater, it would have been like, you, well, you know, you have to pay for all that, right? Like, yeah, it's gonna be uh, two hundred and fourteen for those seven skittles you broke. <laughs> um, damn, they're breaking skittles. Those are hard to break. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that was a bad. That was a terrible example. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when they were on the dock trying to get the cod. And it was, I was like, oh my God, dude, these guys are drunk as shit. And they're standing by water. And I'm waiting for one of them to like fall in and die or like. Shocked. I'm shocked. That's how, Mads that's how Dennis in. Wilson yeah. of the Beach Boys died. He was trying to spearfish with a net and somehow being yeah. able to throw that into the water with all of his strength, but still keep his balance on the dock. Incredible. Must have been all the ballet lessons. That's, that's probably. He. He could plie like a motherfucker. He can. He can. He was able to have another round because of the strength that's, there. That's the title of the movie, guys. That was pretty good, right? Hated it. You hated it? Hated it. Why you got it? Why? Well, you sh- you should have said the Dutch title. Druck. 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 Yeah. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. Not, could be dude, drunk, could be I don't either. The um, I'm curious the student graduation celebration thing at the end, if that is, is that something, I don't know if either of you looked up, if that's I didn't something, look it up, but I have the same question you do. Yeah. If that is actually thing that, cause that would, I mean, that'd be fucking cool. The like, <laughs> I mean, that town is beautiful. It's cool. It's like all the, the stone and whatnot. And they're right by the water, which is probably not safe. Cause you're just, they're all drinking and shit. But, uh, I loved, uh, I loved seeing that. 
you get to hop on three giant trucks that drive you around your city and eventually mm-hmm. take you to the wharf uh where you get on a boat uh meanwhile all this is going on you are just getting hammered off of champagne mm-hmm. uh yeah not in my wildest dreams would i imagine that would have ever happened in high school yeah unless unless you were on the uh state championship football team varsity squad then what, you're getting trucked they, all they over that in the place. is that what happened uh not maybe not in Valpo or in Indiana, but I'm sure somewhere in the U.S. I'm sure in multiple places in the U.S. Some varsity team won state or won championships, and the whole town is just like, "Yeah, you're the most important thing this town has," and then treated them like celebrities and all that jazz. Uh, We're America. I can't. Was what else would we do? I don't know. Where did this movie actually take place? I haven't been able. Is it in Denmark? Like I know, like I know where it was filmed, but like, where's the story supposed to be? I, I assume it's in Denmark, right? Uh, it says a school in Copenhagen. But I don't oh, okay, know. So it's in Copenhagen. Okay, I could never find a a town. It was always just like this is what happens, but not where it happens. Okay, so yeah, it's actually in Denmark. This is this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what's the? I think I assume the drinking age is eighteen. There, right? Denmark drinking age. There was. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently. Eighteen. They've had the drinking, um, not the drinking limit, but the, um, what was it? Was it 16, 18? Is that what you said? It's, what? it's, it's 18. Uh, it's 18. Okay. Can, it's, there's there's 18, no actual restrictions on uh, people younger, but 18 for bars and stuff. Oh, okay. 18, yeah. 18 for pubs and nightclubs, uh, to purchase it, you have to be 16. 16. Okay. So if you were to go to like a liquor store or a, grocery store you could buy it at 16 okay wild to think about here yeah they have so it says that denmark has some of the highest rates of teenage drinking in the world and but i guess they've wanted to raise the age but i guess older adults recall their own youthful intoxications fondly so that's been a problem of them like well i mean like when i did it you know i don't know so but uh i think that's i wish we had that here it, I, it I was mean, a it, drinking drinking age was 18 until like the 70s pretty sure i think it's something that probably would benefit long term but i think it's something that would be very problematic for like, doing it immediate or like you know doing it now i don't know how it's because well, i think also watch euphoria am i right john <laughs> <laughs> also the, the u.s has a terrible drinking problem so it doesn't seem like the best place uh, to uh, annika actually made a comment to that uh, or, uh, she basically made it seem like Denmark also had a very b- uh, bad drinking comment, uh, problem because mm-hmm. she was like, I don't, it's not that uh, you and your friends go and get drunk, this whole country uh, yeah, they, has a problem they, drinking or something like that. Yeah, she was like, Is that you go and get drunk and have fun with people that aren't me? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot. A lot I think I, this movie. I think I've read that the colder the country, the higher the problem with alcoholism is. I might have made that up, so don't. Don't quote me on that. That's that's too late. I literally just tweeted it. I tagged you. Yeah, Sean, you're a super. You know the old, you know the old beer coat. That thing that's definitely super real and actual science. You know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I did that before I'd go to class. Sometimes it'd be real cold, and I'd just take a shot of JMO. I'd say I'm off to class, and then I realized Matt Scott wasn't there, so I was yelling at no one, and then I'd just go anyway. It didn't. It I, it wasn't enough to warm me up or do anything, so it was pointless. I also wasn't. It, I I didn't get 
any amount of drunk didn't do anything yeah i mean one shot of jameson doesn't seem like it would do that much to you no i think that's how i got this though my facial hair so jameson yeah, yeah whiskey that's why my chest is so hairy too it's science jared Sean, how much of that? Uh, how much of that little little drink you got through there? Out there. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> now you just need to bust out the breathalyzer and see if you're at a .05 yet. Boop. Also, he took that breathalyzer test in the bathroom. Everybody who's gonna hear that, like, if there's one other person in that bathroom, they're gonna hear a giant beep. And that's like, like a, a breathalyzer beep is not your normal beep. Like, I don't, there are a lot of things in this movie where I was just like, everyone knows what you're doing. Why do you think you're fooling anybody? Which they probably, probably the they alluded. They, allude, they alluded that nobody did fall for it when when Mads is having breakfast with his family. And, yeah. I mean, oh he's yeah, just like his he, kids and, were like his, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody he, knows. I'm pretty sure at this point that you've been drinking for a while. And it's yeah. also pretty like, ridiculous that they that they didn't get in trouble at the school. Like they had that yeah. whole meeting, and the the teacher or the principal was like, "Yeah, it's been brought to my attention that some mm-hmm. teachers have been drinking on school premises." And what you just had that meeting to like scold them, and that's it. There were no repercussions or anything like that. Because their culture, because their culture is people centric, they care about people. So I'm sure they were like, "Let's get you the help you need," rather than just like, "Ah, you're a liability. You're fired." We didn't see we didn't see any of that addressing. Like, yeah, I get being like people centric, but it wasn't like, hey, let me call you four in because everybody knows it's you. How are we going to resolve this? They were literally just like, yeah, no, somebody, uh, some some of your teachers are drinking. Well, Don't know who it, it could is. it could All be right, that that's <laughs> it could be that that's so commonplace in in Copenhagen that like, of course, that's you know, it's a foreign film that they're making for themselves. Maybe it's just like, oh, of course, they're going to get him the help he needs. He's not going to get fired. Why would he get fired? He needs help. He's sick. You know, it yeah. could be like it's so just ingrained in all of them that that would be the response that they didn't feel the need to put that in the movie. Whereas in America, it'd be like that would have to be a pivotal point to talk about because we have to do that type of thing. Hmm. They, they didn't I think, do enough of it because, you know, I think they're no also, this, so. <laughs> I, I think they're also the country that it's not a crime to break out of prison because you, uh, the idea being that it is natural for, for a, it's natural for a person trapped in a cage to want to get out. And so it's, is it not it's, a crime, or is it more so it is less severely punished? It's not a crime. It's not a crime that it's not punished. They will put you back in jail for the original crime you committed, but you don't get additional oh. charges or additional prop because their reasoning being it's a natural behavior to want to escape imprisonment. Interesting. I mean, I would look this up because I have no idea if that's true. But if that is the the original, I'm fairly I'm fairly sure it's true. As we go by Quora, you know, to have all of our knowledge that's, uh, that's throughout where, the history. That's yeah, where, that's you know. where I'm looking right now too. The, the you know Quora is right as it always is. The, yeah, I got heavy my sarcasm here. I've got my Yahoo answers. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't ask Jeeves. Hold on. Am I pregnant? Am I prognance? But I, I love the Yahoo answers thing of that. Thirteen uh, prisoners escape a Danish prison using a bulldozer. That's the it's like the fifth thing that comes up, so that's pretty cool. Wow. That's uh 
Yeah, I mean, I want to say they deserve it at that point, but that's not true. I mean, if you fit 13 people on a bulldozer, yeah, you deserve it. Welcome back to society. Let's get you an engineering degree. <laughs> okay, ready? In Belgium, Germany, the Netherlands, Sweden, and Austria, among a few other countries, the philosophy of the law holds that it is in human nature to want to escape confinement. In those countries, escapees who do not break any other laws in the process of escaping are not charged with any extra time for their sentence. Okay. That's interesting. So as, as long as they didn't like kill someone and then break out because they had to kill the guard, as mm-hmm. long as all they did was just like escape prison, that's not a, that's not a crime. Only, it's only a crime. If you kill someone, you steal someone's car, you, you know, all these other actual crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Never, I never knew that. The more yeah. you know. I'm just imagining like El Chapo. Yeah. Breaking out a bunch of guns. And it's like, get yeah. back in here, you rascal. <laughs> <laughs> you little rascal. I, I would just go full Pablo Escobar and build my very own prison. Be like, you know what? I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay in my this. I built this. I'll stay here. Okay, this is fine. That's what I would do. Wow. Mads teaching us more about the world, huh? Thank you, Mads. Mads is so good. I really haven't seen that much that he's been in. Um, uh, Casino Royale? Yeah, like that that was actually my first introduction to Mads Mikkelsen was Casino Royale. I Mm -hmm. imagine that's how a few Americans were first introduced to him. But like since then, actually, I didn't go through his... uh, uh Uh-oh. Hold on. I just hit the back button on the wrong screen. Oh, my God. Oh no! Please load. Okay, we're all good. Uh, I'm back. Um, I forgot he was in Doctor Strange. He was in Doctor Strange. Yeah, he was the uh, the bad he, guy he's in the first the guy, one. Yeah, the bad guy in the. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I know I've seen that movie. Don't remember much of it. It's mm-hmm. not the. It's not the best Marvel movie. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. What else have I seen you in? He was in Clash of the Titans, yeah, I guess. I don't remember him from that either, but I know okay. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him in Death Stranding. I've seen him in Rogue One. Uh, yeah, I, I know he's in Hannibal. Casino Royale is definitely the first for me. Everything before that, I don't recognize at all. Ah, uh, yes, of course. The Bitch Better Have My Money music video from Rihanna. I do remember I, him from that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I just saw that recently. I did not know he was in that. That's so funny. Um, I do want to watch Polar just because he's in it on Netflix. Oh, Polar! Polar's, Polar's wild, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know if I'd recommend Polar. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's not like a, it's not like a movie that I know that everybody can get down with. Right. Um, but. It's. I mean, it's it's a it's a movie that's based off a comic book, so know that going into it, and I think that gives you a better idea of what you're going to watch but i did not know that and i watched it without that knowledge Mm -hmm. guess who else guess who else is in polar matt lucas who's matt lucas the great british bake-off bald bald boy oh yeah he he very yes he very much is in polar his character is interesting hey jared i don't know why you disappeared here let me see if i can pull you back yeah, Vodden just says it's not in there. Oh, there you go. Okay, thank, thank you. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, um, I don't. 
Mads is fine. I don't have a love affair with Mads like everybody else does. He's just very fine to me uh, as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, that might change when I see, like, say, The Hunt. He was... The Hunt is... Um, I, I The Hunt was good. I mean, it's... The topic is a doozy of a topic, but it's... Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Um, it's the same director and everything, too, so it's pretty similar vibes with this one. Mm-hmm. Um... I've heard pretty good things about writers of justice too. Um, but that seems like I, to me, just looking at it, it seems like it's going to be like the taken equivalent or something. Yeah. Of, is my guess. But um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. There's some fascinating screenshots from that movie in here. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, let me see. Do I have any other like overall? Oh, uh, can we pour it out for my man specs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that scene. I thought that was uh yeah. That moment with him and Tommy was a good one. Yeah. It did uh yeah. It did warm my heart. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed his Yeah. Yeah. But he got that goal. So that's all that matters. He did I mean that was a hell of a goal too. That wasn't just some like he, small it, goal. Yeah, he ripped that fucking thing. I was I figured he'd be like he'd go to kick it and miss, but then holy shit. He was the MVP of that game for sure. He was the most valuable player of that game for sure. That's what MVP stands for, by the way. Did you know that? I I, I did not. You did not? Thank you for teaching me. Even though I'm the one who said MVP, I just thought thought it was was a word. E-M-V-E-E-P-E. I thought that's, you know, MVP. Baby boy LaCroix is known for just hearing things and then just saying them and like, I hope this fits. That's me. Uh, uh, you all also answered this. Uh, That's why they call of, me like, ears. A little bit towards the end. But the, oh, the last thing I wrote down was, are we sure this isn't a mad stunt slash dance double that we're seeing here? <laughs> um, uh, he, apparently, he that, was, that was all him, apparently, according to the trivia. So... He ha- he has a, a a background in dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was also pretty interesting. Um, when what's uh, when Nikolai's wife was like taking the kids and she was like detailing what they were gonna do with their day. She's like, oh yeah, we're gonna head to Capoeira and then we're gonna go. To-. I was like, what? just these kids are just casually doing Capoeira at like three. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video of him learning the ballet moves for it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he's skilled. He's good. He's good at what he does. That's why I love Matt's. He's also handsome. Sean, maybe you should learn the dance moves for the ending scene and, and yeah. recreate it. Recreate it next week. Absolutely. I, you can replace your hip hop ballet with uh, some we, jazz or hip. Sorry. Wait, no. What was it? Hip hop uh, cardio. Sorry. Uh, with jazz ballet. Yeah, we'll see. Jared, can you can you throw that up in the poll for? for later uh which what what dance sean needs to do for at the start of next week's podcast oh yeah we're we gonna get sean into capoeira uh jazz ballet or do we go with the classic hip-hop cardio yeah 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 i could probably still do some of my hip-hop cardio that stuff rips <laughs> it's good it's a good workout would highly recommend if anyone's uh, interested all righty Feels like we're at our point. Do uh, you guys have any other remarks or comments of notes and no things? No more final thoughts for me. No, really? No. Um, I guess we'll do our reviews then for for the film. In our ratings? 
our ratings, reviews, our scores, our... And we already did our thoughts. Let's just start over. You just want to crack open another one of those things. This is the last one I can't. Makes me sad. I want another. Tomorrow's Monday, though. I can't just be drinking. Although... No. You could. You could you could stay at a point oh five. That's true. I mean technically you're breaking one of the rules right now and drinking after eight PM, so oh, that's that, true. That is true. You, already, you, already you are up. you are also technically working, which is when they were supposed to be drinking. So there's a that's lot of true. moving parts here. A lot of moving your, parts. Your your day doesn't start at the same time as the school teachers. It's true. That's true. So you know, as my as my good friend Katie always says, don't let the don't let the sun tell you when to drink. Yeah. That has got me into a lot of trouble. Oh. Well. <laughs> okay. Uh Sean, what, what's your what's, what's your rating? What's my score? I'm gonna go three Rudy, I'm sorry to do this to your legs, but I'm gonna go three and a half. Uh three and a half for me. Three and a half Rudy pause. Okay, okay. Damn, yeah, you're cutting his paw right in half. I know, Rudy. Wow, he's just passed the fuck out, dude. He does not care at all. Jared? I'm giving it a, I'm giving it a pass. It's a pass, pass for me. It's a pass. Yeah. 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 Pass on I, pass? I, I kind of forget about your score, and then you say it, and it's like, oh, yeah, his is just, I like it or I not like it. <laughs> pass failed. Yeah. 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 Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm going to give this a four out of seven. Four out of seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Four out of seven. Okay. What I we... feel generally positive about it, but I I don't think I'd run around telling everybody to watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. What if do you, you if you wanted to watch it, go for it. But I'm not going to be like this is a movie you have to see. I'm curious, just because this rating system is fucking weird. But what what do you think Ryan would give it based on his color system? Definitely turquoise. Turquoise. So where what are what is what's the good and bad again? Because I don't remember. That's so horrible. bad is bad. Yeah. He he has as a muddy green, like an off camo green. I yeah, did. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. I honor. Have you have you even looked at my movie review Google Doc I sent you guys? Come on. No, I, Are you sent it to us. What you sent it to us? Yeah, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Oh, I didn't know you actually sent it to us. I, yeah, I have a I have a key going. I have a list of what we've each rated everything. I'm keeping track of this. Yeah. Oh well, pin that. You got to pin that to our chat, man. Yeah, I, right. I, I won't. Lo- I haven't looked, but anyway, Ryan's system. <laughs> yeah, so, so Ryan Ryan's system is worst uh, is like a muddy camo green. Okay, just like off green in like a baby vomit poop type of way. Yeah, and then yeah, I didn't need that last part. That's fine. Okay, sorry. No, top okay. tier, top tier is like vibrant royal. royal Purple, right? Okay. So for reference, he gave Hot Fuzz a yellow, which I mean, you can you can figure out where that is. Yeah, I can't um, though. <laughs> Wait, did you uh, just give us the top and the bottom, and then just be like, "All right, go wild." Yeah, yep. I mean that's what Ryan did. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah. He did not give us. He did not give us a scale. It was not like, oh, it starts as green and then it's yellow and orange and blue. He just said he only gave us the top and bottom, and then he gave us a score. So I'm I'm based on what he those two colors and what he liked about them and didn't like about them. That's why I'm giving I'm going to vote for Ryan that this was a turquoise because turquoise is 
pleasant enough to look at, but it's a pain in the ass to spell, and it's got a lot wrong with it. <laughs> Dude, turquoise is kind of, yeah, I'm like thinking about it right now. And yeah, just T U R Q Turquoise. Yes, turquoise. Yeah, but like blue is just like. Yeah, but you think you think Ryan knows how to spell? I mean, come on. That's fair. Okay, that's a good point. I think it's not quite vibrant, but it it is it's more vibrant than uh, some other blues. Um, but if you're if you're thinking of what your perfect blue is, it's far from your perfect blue. Right. Yeah. And so I th- so I think he would the same way. He'd be like, "This is not the perfect uh, movie to to look into to therapy," but it's got some themes going on, and he likes. He likes to explore interpersonal relationships, but they don't cover them all very well. Yeah. So, so that's okay. this has been Doctor Mick giving you oh, a turquoise. Man, there's oh man, there's enough to keep Brian's brain busy in this movie for the next week easily. Oh yeah, which but, is perfect but, since but, you know you broke his wrist. But for, but for the right reasons, is it for the right reasons? Probably right, it not. Will, it will. Uh, it will tickle all of his facilities. Yes. Hmm. Mm. A classic Ryan facility ticker, t- t- tickler. That was a hard yes. thing to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, his rating system makes me angry. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Like, as soon as he said, I it's, mean. It's, it's the most subjective you could ever make. Yes, a scale. There is no definitive. Unless it's just dog shit or really good. I have no idea where he stands on this movie. So, I mean, I guess yeah. that's good, though. You know, it's it, like like some movies, it leaves it open to interpretation. So it's like right, it's right. like he gave it a yellow. Like, I, I fucking know. I feel I feel like if there's a place to have no room for interpretation, it's a rating of a score. <laughs> Like, like if you had the score, and it's the Denver Broncos versus the Steelers, and uh, the Steelers have yellow. Yeah. Who won? Who won? What is it? Is did the Steelers do better than the Broncos? Because it was yellow versus orange. Well, See no, it burnt sienna. Yellow, you know, yellow is an offensive color. So. Oh my gosh. It's offensive. Or was, or was yellow or was yellow an inoffensive color? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, yellow was uh oh fuck, I don't remember either. I think it was it was uh, it was inoffensive enough but far from his favorite color. I think that's what it was. Wow. He didn't yeah. find it offensive, but he doesn't like it. He he doesn't like the color yellow cuz remember we were like, but then why is it in your logo? And he's like, cuz it complements purple. That's funny because I think what? I think I would rate Ryan yellow. So I'm actually uh, I'm going to use this as a great segue to my surprise for you two. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah, you got yeah. a surprise. Yeah. Uh, uh, my partner, after watching our podcast and also just knowing who I am as a human being, thought that we would enjoy a nice activity to do on the pod one day, whether this is what we do for the whole pod or if we throw it at the end of a pod. Okay, but she bought me cinephile the card game that is backwards on the camera i know that uh but basically this is a game and uh a card game in which we can play a bunch of different ways okay uh there are ways that they give you that suggest uh there's six different ways i believe that they suggest uh five games wait but wait five Oh, yeah, five games, but one of them is called Six Degrees. That is where my brain decided mm. to make that connection. Uh, but basically, 
We get a, two decks of cards. You see here, it's uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Boys in the Hood in the first deck. Okay. I think there's also movies mixed into this deck. Uh, this is Renona Wider and uh, Reality Bites. Okay. Um, but essentially, you take those cards, and one way you can play it is called uh, Filmography. Uh, basically, you try to name more films by one actor than your opponents. Uh, so you draw a card, and then you basically take turns going back and forth, and then when somebody can't name anything, they're out, and you try to do it until there's one person left who reigns supreme. Um, oh, man, I feel like I'd I be, love it. I, I do like that. Yeah, I feel like I'd be so bad. I feel like I've lost that's touch the, with a lot of movies and like actors and things. So, but that's that's yeah. one way to play it. You okay. can also do the the head-on way, which is I think a um play on another type of game that uh, we are all familiar with where mm. you take said card and you, Six degrees. you know, oh. put it on your head mm. and uh, the object is for the person who pulls the card to try and guess what is on their head correctly. Okay. Um, so, oh, and they're fed clues from like us. So like, I'll put a card, you all give me clues about like, you know, if it was run underwater, it'd be like, oh, in reality bites. Uh, most recently on Stranger Things. And then I'd be like, oh, Renona Ryder. And then I'd get the card. And you try to do that for 60 seconds. And you try and do as many cards as you possibly can. Okay. Uh, that is uh, way two to play it. Uh, they also rank these by difficulty. Those two ways are considered easy. Uh, the third way is an intermediate way. It's called Movie Actor. Where we draw a card from the deck. Uh, and we read the movie on the card. And then you just have to name an actor from that movie. So, like, you would draw the Winona card. Reality Bites, I think, would be on it. I don't know if there's actual movie cards in here because I haven't opened it up, but I assume they're going off of that. So you pull Reality Bites, and then you just have to name an actor from that movie. Okay. Um, But then you have to name another movie. The next person has to name another movie that actor has been in, and the next player names another actor in that movie. So you basically go back and forth. Okay. Um, and then once you're stumped, you're out. Interesting. You know what this and reminds me of? And I think Michael would agree. This feels very taskmastery. Oh, this does feel up. very taskmastery. Uh, there's game take six. Also intermediate. Uh, oh, the object of the game is to be the first player to shed your entire hand of cards. So you deal, you get dealt six cards. You play in a circle. Each player must try to put down one of their cards using the rules of six degrees. Why would they introduce this game before the other Six games? degrees of Kevin Bacon. Use the rule. We uh, used to play Kevin Bacon at the movie theater a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but six, uh, as you can imagine, six degrees is just you connect two actors through the film in which they've appeared. So, you know. Right. Okay. How do you play it with this game, though? Oh, probably just you pull two cards and then you actually, just connect one to the other. They They put six degrees in here so you could play it. You uh you don't actually need the cards for this, uh, which is probably why they introduced the cards in this take six game. Personally, I would have put six degrees as game four and take six as game five, but I didn't make the game. So, uh, so basically, you do that in a you do that in a circle, um, and you explain the connection, and then for each degree, the player receives one point. Wow, that could actually be pretty fun. Interesting. Uh. I didn't see the point aspect of it. And then that's the five games. Um, I, yeah. I, I mean, I like that. That's. Uh, I have. Uh, I have played six degrees before with people just as like a uh, 
casual game. Mm-hmm. And I think that is why she thought that I would like it um, is because basically it's that game. And then there's also other games uh, within this. And mm-hmm. when we first met, um, she referred to me as a human IMDB. Uh, because I'm very good at remembering actors and actresses and also all the stuff that they've been in. My memory has since gotten worse as I have, you know, gotten older. Um, but I used to be able to look at a, like a character actor from a episode of NCIS and tell you every show they'd ever been on. Uh-huh. Um, I just watched so much movies, which the last thing I'll say here is I've really enjoyed this podcast. Uh, this movie is actually the one I think that really got me to a point where I was like, I used to watch stuff like this all the time. Uh-huh. And now that we are doing this on a weekly basis, which kind of just happened, um, it's good to be back in the groove of making sure that I am consuming things. Um, because if this was say 2016, there would literally have been like a snowball's chance in hell that I would have gone this long without seeing another round. Like I would have watched it. It would have been like on a Wednesday at like eight after I got back from work where I've been like, Oh yeah, there's that Mads Mikkelsen movie about drinking. I'm going to watch that to make sure that I have it in my brain Uh and can say that I had seen it. Um, So it feels good to be getting back in that kind of groove because as someone who, as you know, was once referred to as a human IMDB movies and TV is really, really important to me. So, Thank you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I yeah. I I found nice. myself feeling the exact same way of just like I I fell off the wagon of like watching stuff and keeping up to date with stuff. And I feel like this has been the first time in a while where I've been like pushing myself to watch things I haven't watched before. Yeah. So I I agree. This has been fun. I I would I would agree with both. You know, I'm glad that I'm doing this with both of you too. I think. Uh... I love, I feel like it's something we kind of do anyway, and it's nice to just kind of have a way to just do it this way, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think it's, I enjoy talking about this stuff. Like I've been messaging Jared just about euphoria like crazy. And it's just like, I just enjoy talking this stuff out because I feel like I get more out Mm -hmm. of it. I mean, there's different points of view. Like your guys' experience, this movie could have been completely different than mine. And I think it's important to, I want to get that person, that perspective on this. And I, it's, mm-hmm. I, I love that. That's one of my favorite things with movies. And so, uh, I genuinely mean it when I do tweet and stuff, but I am, I am honored that you two are, uh, here doing this with me. Cause it does keep me, it, it's the same thing. Like it just kind of fell off the wagon with this stuff a little bit. And it's not something I wanted to do. Um, like not watching movies, but it's just like, you know, it's, uh, you know, life gets in the way, I guess. And just, but mm-hmm. now this keeps me, gives me a reason to do it because I love doing this too. And uh, it really does mean a lot that you both are here and doing this with me. So big fucking kisses to both of you. I hope you know that. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, whatever the next one that we're going to do is here in the next week. Yeah. Um, I I do like watching movies that I haven't seen. So it's really nice when that uh kind of works mm-hmm. uh nice and easily together um, you know watching all yeah. stuff has been fun too those conversations have been fun like seeing stuff that uh, doesn't necessarily age well or just like mm-hmm. being able to revisit stuff that i like like i know we had you know some differences of opinion on like nick and nora or whatever but that mm-hmm. was like a really good walk down memory lane 
yeah uh for me just because of how important that movie was to for my sure. life when it came out so that that's this is all just like it's fun yeah know? no and like i can respect and i think that's an important thing to keep in mind too. like and i respect that that movie means that much to you and they're just the odds of that never happening again like it's gonna happen there's gonna be something we disagree on i'm oh yeah i'm genuinely excited for those because i think those conversations get interesting and uh a lot of fun and again perspective it's all different you know so um yeah all right interesting this feels like a natural segue to to the end of the podcast which is what I will do is I will end Wait, this podcast. Hold on. No, I gotta, I yeah, gotta give you my, uh, I gotta give you my favorite letterbox review. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And you got to give us your MPAA rating or number, which is non-existent because this movie's which not is non-existent because it's, it's, it's a foreign film. Yeah. Why isn't it registered in the MPAA, Sean? Not, uh, not, uh, not America. It's the movie picture association of America. America. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, or fortunate, I don't know. Maybe it's better movie wasn't made in america i don't know but yeah my shtick's already over it was a fun week thanks thanks for teaching us that sean you're welcome uh i had three that i picked through but i think my favorite one after sitting here and talking about different aspects of the movie is i won't say who it's by but it's a four and a half star review and they said mad smickelson is a dilf i will agree <laughs> But he looks like one of those teachers that would pull up to a parent's evening with the absolute worst coffee breath ever, uh, which I think is very funny because based off this movie, it's not coffee we're going to be smelling on that dude's breath. No, it's going to be straight Smirnoff, which <laughs> I think he has enough money to buy stuff better than Smirnoff. Smirnoff yeah. That's my that's my uh, that's, that's your, letterbox, that, review of the week. your letterbox review of the week. Okay, all right, I love it. Right on. If you're watching. Now I can end it. Okay, thank yeah, you. No, you're you're allowed to end it now. I have Jared's blessing. I'm ending this. Uh, if you're here watching us right now, you can do exclamation point TCS for all of our socials and things like that. Uh, if you're listening to us, it'll be in the information of this podcast. If you want to find all of our socials and things like that, they will be there. So make sure to follow those if you would like to stay up to date. We will also have, oh my God, I am so glad that he did that. Yes. Thank you. Thank God. Oh my God. For those that are listening to this, King's been giving me shit about TSA. So I put a command in there for King and he fell right into my trap and it's beautiful. So King, thank you for doing that. I love you, bud. Um, Follow us on our socials if you want to vote for what we watch next. You can join our Discord, which that link will also be in all the things. So um, I do have a goodbye screen, too, so we will raid somebody. So make sure you stick around. Uh, if you're here watching, I'll find somebody. But you just got to give me give me a minute or two to look. But uh, thanks for being here. Jared, Micah, been praising you, too, a lot. But again, thank you both for being here. It means a lot. We will... Uh, let me, if, if you're listening, goodbye. I love you. Especially if you're dad. Thanks, dad. Um, love you, dad. Love you, dad. Um, all right, friends. You've been good. Hopefully I've been good. I think I've been okay. I don't know. I'm rambling now. Been a so good just, boy. 
been a good point. I've been rambling. I need to just end this. I can, I can hear Jared size through his nose. Like Sean. Oh, this, is, this is great. This you, good. Have, you should have more of those little, uh, little paint cans. Those little, recording. These little bramble mules. Yeah, I do. Bram, yeah, Brit's there. There's bramble mule. I need to get more. Amber's going to yell at me, so she won't yell at me, but I need to get more. All right, friends. We'll see you soon. Love you all. You're great. Bye.